I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Check one, two. Yo, what up? Welcome to Tevez of the Best. Today is Friday, February 10, 2023. My name is JC Tevez. Welcome to the podcast about my life and nothing else, but stick around you might learn something new. What's up, everyone? Yay! Recorded two weeks in a row. It's a victory for me. How's everyone doing? Yeah, good. Great. Good to hear, man. Happy Friday. Happy almost Valentine's Day. If you celebrate that, um, yeah, what's going on? Do you guys celebrate on the weekend closest to Valentine's Day? Uh, like most people should do? Because it, Valentine's falls on a Tuesday, right? So uh, if you're celebrating this weekend... Happy Valentine's! And you can take yourself out, man. If you're a single person, just treat yourself. Because there's a there's a lot of good deals for two people that I don't know if you can do it takeout. But fuck it, man. Go buy uh, a dinner for two and eat both. <laughs> anyway, how you guys doing? Uh, by the way, uh, just a little shameless plug. Hello, hello, show. Season 4 episode, or mix number 11, is out. We recorded yesterday, and if you listen to the recording, you might hear some sirens in the background. So while we were recording, it was around 4 p.m. in the afternoon on a Thursday, and uh, there were sirens going on, and I didn't know until after recording, I was looking at my Instagram stories, because I'm not a good citizen and didn't, didn't decide to Google or Twitter anything. So I was just like, you know, I don't care. Why are all these sirens passing by? Apparently, there was a big fire in Cubao, according to uh, one of my friends on Instagram who I uh, who posted a story about it. He said that it was uh, in Cubao, salikod ng Shopwise. So behind Shopwise. And uh, he sent me a video. I don't know if it's his video, but he seemed pretty close to it. It's crazy. The smoke is wild. And you guys know, I mean, I'm sure you guys do, but just in case there's a fire, smoke is the one that's going to kill you, man, not the fire. More often times, people die of smoke inhalation, 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 or however you say that. I remember doing a fire drill when I was a kid, and they put us in this tent. Uh, there, it was like a, you know, it was run by firefighters. This was in Japan. But uh, there were these firefighters that, like, put you in there, and you're supposed to crawl or, like, stay low because the smoke, I think, floats or whatever i don't know science right science shit so it's crazy in that i remember i was vividly i remember because i was still young this was decades ago 20 years ago maybe and i remember not being able to see shit and you're just supposed to crawl throughout the tent i don't know what they use to dummy as the smoke obviously they're not gonna use real smoke could you imagine (laughs) just fucking burning some kids in there But I've uh, thankfully, I've never been in a real fire, and I would never wish that on anybody, except for my worst enemies. I would definitely... You know you know how some people say, I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy? I don't know why. I would wish a lot of things on my worst enemies, right? Like, just fuck them. <laughs> but anyway, um, there was a big fire in Kubao. And, uh, oh, fun fact, did you guys know that I played a fireman in a TV commercial for Skyflakes in 20... 20- 16 i want to say 
Go look it up. I think it's on Facebook or YouTube. Look for Skyflakes Fireman commercial. I'm in there. I'm the second lead. Believe it or not, you'll see me. I reached for some Skyflakes in a locker. And uh, that was a pretty cool shoot. Let me tell you a little bit about that shoot. I, I, may, I feel like I've told this story before, either on uh, this podcast or on the Hala Hala show, but it's been a while. So the the filming was done at an actual fire station. It, it was along um, JP Rizal, like heading towards Circuit Magati. There's a fire station there. I don't know if it still exists. Uh, but we filmed there. Me and the main guy were actual uh talents right like we were casted but then there are if you look at the commercial there are like four or five other dudes in there those guys were actual real firemen they work for the bfp the bureau of fire protection so it's pretty cool it's just kind of fucked up they why, they should have just casted some firemen like real firemen uh i mean i don't even know why they got me fuck dude i don't look like a fireman <laughs> i mean i don't know what a fireman looked like i mean the states they have the sexy fireman calendars but the the firemen there the real firemen they were like gruff and manly looking you know i looks like they fought a real it looks like they fought a few fires in their life dude i look like i fucking came off the street you know what they had to do they had to put um dungis they made me look dungis or they put dirt on my face to make it look like ash or whatever, like I just came from a fire. Um, yeah, it, it was it was such a strange thing. But the casting for that, I'll never forget this. Okay, so if you I've talked about how in TV commercials, let me just go do a quick uh, recap for anyone that uh, hasn't heard me talk about how you get into a TV commercial. So to get into a TV commercial, you have to go to an agency, a casting agency, and then you have to profile, meaning they have your file on record. So they take your photos, they take a video of you, and if if any um, casting, uh, if there are any castings that match your physical description or your physical ta- or or your talent. So I mean, if you can do like the splits and shit, I'm sure there's people that commercials that need someone who can do the splits obviously i can't do that but if there's basically if there's a role that fits your profile or your skills then they will send you a text and say hey looking for uh blank 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 uh you know for me it was usually yuppie this was in my younger years yuppie uh sometimes they, they said fair skin uh most of the time it was like class a they call it class a which i feel is so fucking fucked up I mean, I'm glad that I'm class A. Class A is basically, uh, you're a good looking person. Right? <laughs> you know, what's fucked up is there's like class B, C, D. Like literally, they'll, I mean, I don't know if my ego could handle that. If my caster sent me, Hey, can you be, we're looking for class D talents. I mean, I don't even want to say like, you know what I mean? Like that's kind of fucked up. Imagine, I mean, maybe people who go get those castings are like comfortable with saying, hey, man, I'm ugly. But I wouldn't want to hear that from anybody, right? <laughs> but anyway, usually it's class A, 20 to 25 years old, which, by the way, is just a flexible thing. If you could look like you're 25, like right now I'm 32. But if someone sent looking for someone 25 to 30, I would probably go because I feel like I could pass for 25 to 30, right? So the, they'll send you a text. Now, actually, what they do now, I think it's uh, WhatsApp or Telegram or Viber or Facebook Messenger. They have groups now where they just send it uh, en masse, en masse. Uh, so you go to the casting. And I remember this casting was usually a lot of most of like 90% of the casting agencies are in Makati. I forgot the name of the casting agency since I've been out of the game for like five years now, four years now, uh, four or five years. 
but I know which one it was, like the building. I know where it is. So it's near also J.P. Rizal. And I remember this, okay? This is, for me, the one of the most memorable. They did something called a cattle call. So a cattle call is when they line you up like a bunch of cows, and then they call it barilan, uh, meaning you know, if you translate it like, they're going to shoot you. <laughs> shoot. Uh, it's like a shooting range, right? So they line you up like a bunch of cows. They put numbers on your chest, like with tape. They put scotch tape or whatever. They put a number on you. They line you up in front of the camera. You all go, like you go into the room, maybe 10 or 15 at a time. Then they point the camera at you. Sometimes they make you do left, right, forward, uh, smile. Usually it's just left, right, forward, smile. So they do that for all 10 of you. All right. And it's so awkward if you're like, the last guy, and you're just watching everyone do it, uh, and then you're just fucking waiting for your turn. It's even more awkward if they make you do some sort of acting, right? So if you're the last guy, you've seen everyone go, or it's even worse if you go first, right? Because you're like, fuck, everyone's going to be watching me, right? Uh, so after that, what they do is they make you go out of the room, and then they get the next set of 10 or 15. So once they've completed everybody, right? Let's say there's 40 guys there. Once they've got the camera on all 40 people, what they do is... Now, this is, uh, this is kind of, I mean, I guess it's efficient in a way, but to me, it fucking would hurt my, it hurt my soul the first few times it happened to me is they say, uh, they'll just read out on a piece of paper. They'll say, they'll read out the numbers, number seven, number 21, number 36, number 38, number 40, number 11. Uh, please stay the rest of you. We have your information. Uh, we'll call you again, which means they'll never call you. Okay. Just don't ever get your hopes up. <laughs> but that's it okay and the fun fact is for this one uh, i'll go on a little tangent tangent about uh cattle calls but is that i didn't hear my number man i didn't hear my number so i i don't know did i have headphones on or something i don't think i had headphones on maybe i zoned out because it takes hours sometimes so anyway i was going i was ready to leave but then i was like fuck i gotta pee so i went to go pee and as I was leaving, the caster, who I actually already kind of knew uh, because I've been doing it for a few months at that time already. So you get to know this, you know, the people who do the castings. They're called casters, obviously. So the, one of the casters, I remember, his name is Owen. So, uh, so Owen said, Oi, ba, ano, ba, ano, uh, paso ka na. I said, oh, they didn't call my number. He said, no, no, no. And he looked at the sheet and my number was actually on there, man. So I was about to leave. So thank you to my my small bladder that I was put back in the room. And, you know, there's a, something called a final casting. So I got put in the final casting where I went, went against uh, real firemen actually auditioned for that shit too, which I found fucked up that they actually cast me over a real fireman, but whatever, right? Uh, I was happy because it was my first ever national TV commercial. So what up? Uh, but yeah, that's the story, man. Like I almost missed out on my first main TV, big TV commercial and it wasn't even like, you know, I didn't have any lines. So, but for me, it was a big deal because I was at that time, I had maybe landed two or three small projects, but I really wanted a TV commercial just to flex on, on everybody. <laughs> Why do you do it? Besides the money, you do it. So that's fucking cool, man. You see yourself on TV. You show, you get to post it on your Instagram. Look at me. So I was so fucking hyped that I got that shit. All right. I feel like I've told this story before, but I'll just continue because I have no content today. Um, but little, let me go on a side tangent before I talk about the actual shooting of that commercial. So uh, the first ever casting I went to was a cattle call. 
And I remember I was so hopeful. I was like, I was looking around the room. I was like, yeah, I'm, a, I'm as good looking as these guys. And then I got eliminated like in the first like 20 minutes. And I didn't know what was happening. Because I was like, oh, so wait, do we go to another room or whatever? Uh, turns out, no, you just go home, man. They didn't like you. And I remember I was like, fuck. Like they treat you like objects there which i get right like it's their job yeah I, you know i'm not gonna force them to like hey you gotta see me audition but i remember that was fucking hurtful i was like oh man that sucks but not all castings are like that okay some most castings are you get a solo thing you're not in there with all the other dudes and you do a, a solo audition and that's why actually cattle calls actually run faster than normal castings that's why when i went to castings i would always go 30 to an hour, 30 minutes to an hour earlier than the actual time listed on the text. Because if you get there right at the time or even 30 minutes late, you're going to be there for three or four hours. You have to get there and sign your name in first. And then you can go out and then come back. Because as long as you're first, you, it's, it goes by, you know, a chronological order who got there first. You just got to sign in, right? Ah, so anyway, back to the, the shoot. The shoot was in the fire station. It was hot as balls in there fuck me it was hot in there it was dark and they had all these lamps to kind of light the room and if you watch the commercial it looks gloomy it was fucking dark in there man and i and they have something called a spit bucket which i thought was something only unique to maybe the philippines but apparently it's not because i was watching a behind the scenes of matilda the musical uh by the way uh revolting children is a banger on that uh is a banger song and a banger video. I mean, banger choreography in the movie. Um, and the the guy, the kid that plays Bruce Bogtrotter, he was talking about the cake scene that he did, and that he said after every cut, they uh, some guy would come up to him and give him a bucket where he could spit out the cake, and that's what they call my friends. Easy, it's a bucket, and you spit in it. What do you call it? It's a spit bucket. Yeah. So after every take, so we had to. T- they call it a consumption shot, right? So there was one or two frames where we had to chew on our skyflakes and like do this like little. Mm, we're not really saying yum like yum. It's skyflake. It's like we're chewing it because we're tired from a day of firefighting, and this skyflakes is what is keeping us going. That's the kind of like the image they wanted us to portray. So we would do that, and I swear to God, it was like fucking thirty takes because they took it from different angles. And at first I was eating it because like, this is fun, man. I get free food. But after like the 20th cracker, I was fucking dying. So I was, I felt bad spitting it out because I don't, ne- I never spit out food, man. I never spit out food. So it was just, it was gross too. Like it was a spit bucket and it was, you could see all the, you know, the, the dry and wet crumbs that you fucking just are just black onto the bucket. And. Yeah, it, I was so frustrated at how fucking hot it was in there and how many takes we had to do for certain things that I remember, like, there was one scene, one thing where I had to do something and I don't know if I kept messing, I don't think I kept messing it up. It's just like the, there was always something wrong. The lighting was off, the angle was off and I remember whispering or saying something like, putang ina. Like, I, I, I was like, not at anybody in particular. I was just, you know, when, when it's hot as fuck and you're like, fuck, it's hot. I was just saying like, putangina. <laughs> uh, and apparently after the shoot was done, there was like a microphone in there. So like the, 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 the cast, no, the director or maybe like the client was there and they asked me about it and they're like, parang napam- na, napamura ka. 
you you know you you were you were swearing already and i thought i was in trouble man like i didn't want them to think that i was cursing at anyone in particular i explained it anyway i just said putain ang init so fucking hot so yeah i mean i mean the the whole shoot uh in hindsight though still the, the call time was like 4 or 5 a.m and we got done like 3 p.m so you know do the math on that like what is that 10 hours give or take right am i wrong because 12 hours would be 5 p.m. Yeah, tw- 10 hours. So it was pretty fast, man. Most shoots take 14, 15 hours. It's, it's, uh, it's fucking the work conditions are not, <laughs> they are not efficient. Or if they are, I don't know. I, maybe I'm just complaining too much, but I feel like, like that shit should not take that long, right? I know adjusting lighting and camera angles and whatever. It's not, it's out of my field of expertise, but when I'm looking, I feel like it could be done more efficiently. If they planned it better. Anyway, so that's the story of how I got my first ever TV commercial as a Skyflakes fireman. How did we even... Oh, because of the fire yesterday in Kubao. There we go. So that's my content for today, friends. Thank you so much for listening. I'm just kidding. Uh, I got a little more to say. I got another message, by the way. Thank you to everyone who messaged me on the podcast Instagram. This one from... Uh, well, it's not a real name. So this one from T for Tat, who says, Finally, you dropped another episode. Uh, please don't get tired of recording. My husband and I always look forward to your podcast. That's so cool. How do you guys do that though? Do you guys listen to me at the same time? Or like when you're making love? And I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just wondering, like, I feel like this podcast is not for like group listening. Does that make sense? Maybe it is. I don't know. Maybe I'm just selling myself short. <laughs> but they said, we love how real you are. When we hear you talk about something, we'd crack because we feel that's exactly how we'd say it. Please keep recording. Don't know how you'd earn through podcasts, but happy to support you all the way. I'll let you know right now, I haven't earned much from this podcast. This is more of a, and I think I've said it before, this is more of a, of a uh, digital diary because I hate writing. I hate typing. I hate writing. My handwriting is gross. Uh, I could never keep like Word documents. Like I don't think I could ever do it. A uh, journal of some sort. So this is like a digital journal for me. Uh, and you know, sometimes I don't, I mean, I've listened back to old episodes of mine and I'll be like, oh shit, I can't, I re- remember when I did that. Uh, obviously it would be like best as a vlog with, with a, with an audio or with a, sorry, with a video component mixed in. But yeah, it's kind of oh. like that. kind of like Margo. That's my dog right there. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much, I thank you so much. First of all, thank you so much for, uh, telling me enjoy it and I don't make much money from it. Uh, maybe that's why sometimes I feel like I don't f- I feel the inspiration to record, but it's messages like this, this one and the one that, uh, someone else sent me from last week that make me, you know, realize that there are people that listen to me and like my perspective on things. So I really appreciate that. All right. Thank you so, so much. And one day, you know, when I start vlogging, like I said, I would, I hope to kind of incorporate the podcast as a, you know, like if you want more of me, find me on the podcast. So you guys got in early. Think about that. This is like the Bitcoin of podcasts. Wait till I become the next Joe Rogan, right? And you guys can say, I was there from the start. Me and my husband have been listening to you forever. And uh, I'll have the Instagram message to prove it, right? Uh, what else did I want to talk about? Um, shit, man. I did not prepare at all. I'm glad I got that. It was just a side note. I was just going to mention the fire. And then I thought of that, uh, that memory. Uh, I'm thinking maybe I should just go back into my memory bank, huh? Worst, uh, worst experiences in casting. Have I done that before on this podcast? Well, it's been a while. So let's do that. Uh, worst experiences in casting. Nah, maybe not worse, but like 
some weird ones or some bad ones. Yeah, I guess there are some bad ones. Um, I remember one time. Okay, so this is maybe 2016, late 2016. You might remember this. There was a Coco Martin Mang Inasal commercial slash poster that was in nationwide stores. Nationwide. It was Coco Martin in the middle. And then it's a girl and a guy in the video and in the poster eating chicken next to him. Right? Uh, and I remember that I was final casted for this. And there were three of us. It was me, this guy named Enrico, who actually went on to become an actor for GMA because he got big in one of the Jolly, Jolly Bee, uh, Jolly Seria commercials. His name is Enrico Cuenca. You can Google him. You probably might know him if you watch GMA. And this third guy, I don't know, remember who it was. But I remember that during that final casting, I fucking nailed that shit, man. I had the director and the assistant director or the caster, whoever was there filming, saying, good job. Like, great. Galing. Kuhang kuha mo. I was like, fuck yeah, man. And there were only three of us. So I was thinking 33% chance. And I felt like the director or the caster liked me. So, you know. Maybe even more. Maybe like 40%. And Enrico was cool. Like, Enrico was a cool guy. I met him. That's the first time I ever met him. Uh, we actually uh, became friends. Uh, at least, you know, informally, we became friends. And we'd meet at other castings and shit, too. Uh, and, you know, no offense to Enrico, but I was like, man, I look like more of a Mung in a Sol guy than Enrico. So Enrico's a good look. He looks like Erwan. Erwan. Go Google him. Enrico Cuenco. He looks like Erwan. And I was like, I can't picture Erwan being like a... An everyday mung inasal eating guy. I mean, I sh- I'm sure he does. You know, I'm not. Maybe I'm. Am I stereotyping? Am I canceled? Um, but I was like, man, I could be this guy. So me, it's pretty much a fifty fifty between me and the other guy. I don't even remember what the other guy looked like. So he, for me, he had a forgettable face. I'm just kidding. <laughs> maybe I just I didn't talk to him. So I thought I had it in the bag. And you know what? I was waiting. Right, I was waiting on my my agent slash uh, casting agency to say, all right, here's the final here's the final shoot date. Be ready. And I was waiting. And I was waiting. A week later, I was like, fuck, something. Maybe, you know, maybe they're just taking time. And then I asked uh, again. And then I don't know if I got a text or the worst is when you get final casted and then you actually see the final product that you know you auditioned for because of certain things that they made you do. Like they made you do a certain acting or a certain line. And then you hear that line or you see that acting in a commercial. You're like, oh, fuck, I know I auditioned for that one. I saw the fucking poster of the goddamn Manginasal Coco Martin and a guy in there who was in the poster. And you know what? It wasn't any of the three guys at the final casting, including myself. So it wasn't me. It wasn't Enrico. And it wasn't that third guy. They got a fucking new guy completely, which means that they were not happy with any of us. They final casted us, which means they shortlisted us because we already auditioned the first time. So they're like, these three... These are our final three choices. And then they fucking completely scrapped that, man. That shit broke my heart, man. Because there was a billboard on Edsa, man. I've never had a billboard on Edsa. Hopefully one day I can still do it. If I go back to castings, which I plan to maybe once I lose weight. That's my fucking, one of my ultimate goals. To fucking have a billboard on Edsa. Specifically Guadalupe. The Guadalupe Edsa billboard is like prime time, man. And I was so... Sad because I love Manginasal. I fucking ate there all the time. And every time I would go, I would see Coco Martin and Kiel. His name is Kiel. I know him because I met him at castings later. His name is Kiel Rivera. Uh, 
And I was like, fuck you, Kiel, man. Fuck you, man. <laughs> fuck, dude. I was so ready. And you know what? The pay was pretty good for, I mean, it was like, I remember that the, the budget was like 150,000 pesos. And, you know, I didn't have any money at the time. So I was like looking forward that, to that too. But honestly, I would have done that shit for fucking free if I could get a billboard and just see my face at every cell that I went to. Oh my god. You know what? Let me Google it just so you can see who I lost out to. Coco Martin Mang Inasal. And go to Google Images. Uh look for the one with him and a guy and a girl. No, it's not these ones. And I know Angel Oxine was also kinda part of that campaign. Let me see. Mang Inasal poster? Oh, fuck, I can't find it, man. So it would have probably here it is. I see it. So if you type in Coco Martin Mang Inasal poster and you full screen your screen. For me, it's on a third line. It's from a YouTube video called Mang Inasal TVC 30 Seconds. And you see Coco Martin in the middle. You see a guy in a blue shirt on his, on his left, our right. And this, uh, random girl who wasn't at the final casting. Like they, they only, oh no, no, there were girls at that final casting. And I remember my friend Ara was there and she didn't get it either. But look at him. The guy looks like me. He's just a little skinnier, maybe. Uh, but I was so sad, man. I was so fucking sad I didn't get that shit. That's one of my uh, saddest uh, casting stories. It wasn't even a horror story. It was just more like a a sad occurrence. Because that dirty shit where they... I, I, I think it's dirty, man. Where they fucking... They final cast you and then they go a completely new direction. Like, fuck you for wasting our time, man. Like, I understand the first audition. You don't get it. Fine, right? But if they say, hey, you know what? We've narrowed it down to this for final. And they send you there. They better pick one of you, man. Fuck that. But, you know, for me, that's that's not as heartbreaking as I know some talents. Like, they've shared horror stories with me. Dude, imagine this. This hap- actually happens. And it almost happened on one shoot that I was on, but not to me. I remember this. They can actually replace you on the day of the shoot. They still have to pay you like 50% or some shit like that. But imagine you're so ready. You're so ready to be, you know, in a commercial. Imagine you're the lead. You know, imagine you're in a jolly serie. This shit could fucking make you, you know, blow your life up if you're an art actor, for example. And they fucking replace you on the day of the shoot. Could you imagine how fucking furious you would be? Obviously, you can't do anything. You know, you can't say, but you hired me. Uh, I mean, the contract will stay like, even if you sign a contract, right? Like they can say, I think most contracts say like they can replace you and they'll pay you half or some shit like that. Dude, it happens. And I remember I was on one shoot for a Viber commercial, uh, with Gary Valenciano's song as the theme. And the main guy, I don't remember his name. He was a flight attendant for PAL or something. I remember that. Nice guy. Um, and I remember he, he was shooting a scene upstairs. And then my friend, his name is Air, Air Lahada. He comes in. I was like, Air, what, what are you doing here? And he, he, he thought, he said like, Oh, they called me just in case they needed, uh, to cast me. And I was like, as who? I thought maybe as a background character. And they said, uh, as the lead. And I was like, Holy shit. And Air's a nice guy. And of course, you know, it's not his fault. Like, dude, if you get offered the lead in something and that's your job or that's one of the ways you make money, you wouldn't turn it down. It's not his fault. But I was like, thankfully, I mean, you know, bad luck to air. But thankfully, they decided, uh, you know what? The guy we got, the guy that we approved, the guy that we gave the hope to. Yeah, we'll keep him. But can you imagine on the day of the shooting, 
they actually were contemplating fucking reshooting all the shit they had already done. That was one of the worst shoots I've ever been on. I got casted as a background talent. You can't even see me. You don't, I have zero exposure. I'm like a blur in the background. And I remember doing this for like dirt cheap because the caster who got me said it would only take an hour or so. And this was at a time when I didn't have any money. And I think the pay was like 3,000 pesos. So I was like 3,000 just to kick it and hang out with like, you know, beautiful people. Cause usually you're there with other models, right? Uh, you know, so I was like 3,000? Fuck yeah. Dude, I was there for like eight. And you can leave because you don't want to give your caster a bad name or whatever. But I was so pissed. So that was just an awful shoot altogether. I remember where that was shot too. I'm not going to say where it was because it might, uh, it might reveal who the fucking production company was. But man, 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 oh man. That, that, that to me would be the worst thing that could ever happen to me as a TV commercial actor is they fucking replace you. Other than that, have I gotten any bad things? The, one of the most awkward ones was when I was, went to the casting and they said, like, they gave us three minutes to prepare a joke to tell on camera. What the fuck? I'm not a fucking comedian. <laughs> what do you want me? I don't even remember. I remember Googling a joke and trying to make it into, translate it into Tagalog, which was, I don't think it even came out right. It was so, so fucking awkward. Uh, other than that, I know that there are some casting agencies or casters that I would be lucky with. And some that, fuck it, I would never get a final casting. So eventually you learn the scene. Yeah, and I, you know, I recommend this to almost anyone, right? Uh, because, uh, you know, even if you consider yourself class C or D, <laughs> look, I mean, like I told you, there's, there's castings for everybody, right? If you look on TV commercials, there's obviously there's a lot more beautiful people than like not so beautiful people, but there are roles for people who are not, you know, six pack abs or whatever. Or people like me, you know, you know, uh, chubby dudes, uh, with, uh, above average looks. I'd like, I'd like to say I have above average looks, right? Uh, <laughs> but yeah, there's a place for everybody. Uh, so if you ever want to start, I don't know how it is now, uh, cause I remember during pandemic, I would get casting text still, and it was done by a video. I don't know if they, they're doing the in-person thing, but it was, it's a lot of fun if you have free time, cause usually the castings are on weekdays and it's during office hours. So if you got, nothing to do maybe you're unemployed and you live in especially if you live in makati fuck it my, why not man everything is like a jeep right away all the agencies are within each, like within 10 to 15 minutes of foot or walk from each other uh go to a casting agency which one would i recommend I, i've been with merge uh i've been with a couple but merge has been solid for me m-e-r-g-e uh, but you can also profile at Monaco. There is a model shop. I don't, I don't know if some of these still exist because of pandemic, but those were the big ones at the time. Axel, uh, where else? Uh, Titan, which is the one with Pia Wurzbach before? Fucking, uh, Mercator, right? Uh, those are the ones that you can go to and just profile and give it a shot, man. It's, it's a lot. If you have any questions, just let me know. Just message me on the podcast, Instagram. Hey, 30 minutes. We did it, fam. Uh, have a great weekend. Thank you very much for listening and to the people who sent me the messages uh, today and the one uh, from last week that I read. Uh, send more, man. I really appreciate it. And send me shit to talk about. Literally, any, I can talk about anything. I just need to know what to talk about because I don't have stuff to talk about. I don't plan ahead. So I appreciate you. Thank you very much. And have a great rest of your life if you never listen again. And listen to Highlight Show Season 4 Mix Number 11. And I'll catch you all. Say it with me. Later. 
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.